0: Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Hi there, welcome to the last episode of season four. Hope you're doing well. This week we are exploring the yoga concept of Ishvara Pranidhana. Say that three times fast. <laughs> Which Donna Farhi translates as celebration of the spiritual. And if you're like me and you can't understand what words are that are pronounced without also reading them, I will have it in the show notes for my people out there. <laughs> So if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you might remember that my word of the year this year, so if you don't know what word of the year is, it's kind of a intention, a focus, a framework maybe for the year, and my word this year is sacred. And I chose it because, well, it just kept coming up for me. That's usually how I choose my words. But also because I was hungry for this deepening with more connection with the people I love, with nature, with my community. I've been or become pretty good at noticing and being thankful for many things in my life. But I hadn't necessarily, certainly not on a regular basis, been seeing them as sacred, which to me is coming to have a ritual quality to it. Something I do or interact with, with intention and meaning. Something that's really connected to everything else around it. And really what it has inspired me to do is live my life. (laughs) I mean, obviously we're all living our lives all the time, but I guess what I mean is maybe more letting myself savor it or enjoy it. So if you've read my book, you know that that is a big theme, living your life. I truly believe that the point of body acceptance and yoga is not to pat yourself on the back and say, wow, I'm really good at yoga. I'm great at body acceptance. It's to live your life. It's to free yourself up in such a way that you can be present for it and also develop the skills to be able to be present for it. So I'll just give you an example from my life. For so long, I thought I would really enjoy my life once I lost weight. I was hesitant, until I did that, to hang out in groups, go to parties, do anything fun outside, move my body in public, try new things, wear what I wanted to, travel, draw attention to myself, and on and on and on. Now I didn't avoid all of this. And some of it I avoided because, as I later discovered, I'm an introvert. (laughs) And it turns out I don't really like going to parties. But as my body acceptance journey has unfolded and continues to, I've been slowly letting myself do more of what I want. And it's been awesome. Because here's the other, arguably bigger, side of this. It's not just about letting myself do what I want. It's also about what my mind is thinking about while I'm doing all of it, and really while I'm doing all of life. (laughs) I honestly do not think it's an exaggeration to say that at any given moment in the past, at least, and this feels generous, at least 75% of my brain was taken up with thoughts about my body what it looked like, what other people were thinking about it, how I could change it, how I should change it, et cetera, et cetera. And really, that didn't seem weird to me at the time. It seemed like the thing that I should be doing. But as I began my body acceptance journey, I realized over time, and side note with lots of therapy, (laughs) reading other people's stories, that kind of thing, is that it didn't have to be that way. I could simply focus on what makes me feel good in my body, the food I eat, the movement I do, and focus less on the scale. Now, obviously, this has been very far from an overnight process, but most of the time, those thoughts are not on my mind right now. And I cannot tell you how huge that is, though you can probably figure it out and that's not to say that those thoughts never come up for me now, of course. I don't know if that time will ever come, but the reduction has been (laughs) mind-boggling. Like, there's literally no way that I could have anticipated this at the start of my journey, and what's interesting is that it's not like this just happened yesterday. As this journey has unfolded over the last decade or so, I have organically gotten a little more brain space here a little more brain space there such to the point that I hardly even notice the difference on a regular basis until there's something very stark to point it out and that's why earlier this year I introduced a new tagline I guess for curvy yoga which is love your body live your life And what I mean by that is the end goal is not just love your body, which is more of a practice than a directive anyway, but that this is what we're here for, being present for our lives, our relationships, the work we think is important, the many, many different reasons that we're all here. So to me, this is Ishvara Pranidhana In action. I believe that the spiritual, and if that's not your word, then seven, whatever works, maybe the meaningful, is right here among us, infused into our everyday lives. It's easy to miss it, and I surely do, probably like, I don't know, 90% of the time, but I definitely count the glimpses that we get of feeling at ease in our bodies for a moment, or just noticing our bodies when in the past that's all we would have thought about are all part of that too. I believe that it is potent, it is sacred, it is powerful to let yourself be embodied, to spend more time living in your body and less time obsessing about it, and to really support yourself with the tools and the people that help you do that. As we wrap up this season of exploring some concepts from yoga philosophy, I hope that is what you take from this. The yoga is a very practical and supportive way to come alive to your own life, to your own body. Because what we learn on the mat, attention, listening and responding to our body's needs, breathing, letting go of judgment, Trying new things and surprising ourselves, figuring out what works for our individual body, are very often exactly what we need to live our lives more fully, too. One of the ways that shows up for me personally is being responsive to what is calling me creatively, what I feel like I can offer. I really do my best to never make things just to make them. Because I know they're not as potent. I know they're not as helpful. I also feel like in this day and age where we have so much information and content and all of that available to us that we don't really need more unless it's useful. And so, of course, all of this is for your sake, but also for mine, it's like I'm genetically wired or something to not be able to do things that don't have that kind of creative juiciness for me. And I cannot tell you how many problems this has cost me over the years, but it is something that I generally accept about myself right now. So I don't yet know when the next season of the podcast will be. I'm percolating on it and waiting to see what calls. So the best way to know when the next season starts is to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. Just look for Love Curvy Yoga wherever you listen to podcasts. I really love doing this and so appreciate you listening and the times when you let me know that you enjoyed an episode. So I look forward to being back with you when the time comes. In the meantime, May we all practice showing love to our bodies and living our lives. Let's close with one breath together here. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here.